Huge welcome to Hotbox number 85, something over an hour of the best in jazz. And we'll be looking back at some really great tracks from the 1950s and also checking out a a brand new album from Brian Landrus. His new album is called Red List. More about that in a moment. Oh, and we'll also be hearing the third and the last of the never-released recordings by Louis Stewart and Honor Heffernan. But first, the 1950s. I'm spurred on by the great reaction we got from listeners to our Nostalgia show. It's uh, show number 83, I think, if you want to check it out. And by happy accident that also the US magazine Jazz Times is celebrating 50 years of its own existence by publishing its list of the best albums of the most important decades in recorded jazz. And that includes the 1950s, of course. So what am I waiting for? This one is from Sonny Rollins, the sixth studio album that he made, Saxophone Colossus. It really was the album that made the breakthrough for him. The first track on it almost became a pop hit. It was called St. Thomas, and we played it quite recently in a hot box. So we'll go to the next track, uh, the standard love song, You Don't Know What Love Is. And it'll remind you of just how marvellous Sonny Rollins was. By the way, I don't want to imply he's not with us. He is still with us, but alas, he's not playing anymore. Thank you. 
don't know what love is. Uh, Sonny Rollins with Tommy Flanagan on the piano. Uh, Doug Watkins was on the bass player and Max Roach on the drums. Lovely little solo there from Tommy Flanagan, a greatly underestimated pianist, I think, in his lifetime. Uh, recorded in June, uh, June the 22nd to be precise, 1956, and for my money, an object lesson in ballad playing there. Well, the Jazz Times list also included some vocals, of course, and surely none better than Ella Fitzgerald's unique album with the Duke Ellington Orchestra playing the Duke's compositions. Um, Uniquely among her large output of songbook albums, the one with Duke let her fully develop her scatting technique, and also it's a unique record of her working with the actual composer. Impossible, obviously, for some of the other songbooks, Gershwin and Kern and so on. Well, I've chosen a lesser-known piece, I guess. It's called Drop Me Off in Harlem. It's fully representative of both the band, and you'll hear solos by Ray Nance and Clark Terry, and, incidentally, uh, Ella's relaxed delivery. Thank you. 
up in Harlem, any place in Harlem, there's someone waiting there who makes it seem like heaven up in Harlem. I don't want your Dixie, you can keep your Dixie, there's no one down in Dixie who can take me away from my hot Harlem. Harlem has those southern skies, they're in my baby smile. Uptown style. If Harlem moved to China, I know of nothing finer than to stow away on a plane someday and have them drop me off in Harlem. Drop Me Off in Harlem from the Jazz Times list of the best ten albums of the 1950s. And that, of course, was Ella Fitzgerald Sings the Duke Ellington Songbook. Originally, uh, it was a blockbuster LP box set, but in my little collection, it's a, a 3D box set. Magic Stuff, recorded between June and September 1957. Well, a couple of years before that, this little number was recorded by a band that was then named Horace Silver and the Jazz Messengers. The, the Blue Note founder, Alfred Lyon, who was producing the session, he didn't want to record this. He thought it was corny. But eventually he was persuaded and it became a hit.
was titled The Preacher, and Horace Silver wrote it based on the melody and chord progressions of the, the old English dancehall song, Show Me the Way to Go Home, something that Silver had played in his very early days in dance bands. It was, in fact, used as the closing number, uh, aimed literally at getting people to go home. And it was critically panned, Metronome magazine called it only adequate, a reworking of a very tired line. Ah, well... Let's jump now to 2022 and the album Red List from Brian Landris.
was the uh, opening track of the brand new album Red List, which is on the Palmetto label. And as I mentioned, this is an album with a mission, namely to raise awareness of the many species on the planet Earth that are about to be lost forever, unless drastic action is taken now. Uh, his red list, Brian Landris's red list, consists of 12 species, and we'll come a little bit later to them. Uh, the track we just heard was called Canopy of Trees, in which uh, Landris, and that was his fine bass clarinet solo that we heard, by the way, Landris points out that the essential element of conservation, the preservation of our forests, is something we should put first on our list. It had an almost uh, kind of hymn-like quality, didn't it? And incidentally, a absolutely grade-A band. I'll just tell you who's in it. Um, Brian Landris, of course, um, a much award-winning uh, young baritone player. He plays baritone sax, bass clarinet, flute, alto flute and bass flute, all on this record. Ryan Kebley on trombone, near Felder guitar player. Jeffrey Kieser is the uh, pianist and organ, organ player on it. Lonnie Plaxico on bass, uh, John Hadfield on drums and Rudy Royston also on drums. So it's a grade A list and um, it also has a number of visiting uh, uh, stars who play one or two tracks, Ron Blake being the one who sticks in my mind. Let's hear a bit more of it anyway.
Tigris is the name of that one. It was a feature for Nier Felder on the guitar. Jeff Kieser, you heard on the piano, and Jaleel Shaw on the alto. And the leader himself, of course, Brian Landris. Um, the red list includes Malayan tigers, gorillas, pandas, African elephants and orangutans. And if you consider buying this album, you'd also be benefiting the Save the Elephants charity, which receives 100% of the profit from the album and 20% of all the proceeds indeed. So have a look at brianlandris.com and check it out. And by the way, setting aside the mission, Red List is actually a superb album. Maybe we'll be cheeky and have a one more short track. This is Save the Elephants, fueled by Jeff Keyser's organ. Caught me out with that drum trick there. <laughs> that was um, the last track we'll be playing from the album Red List by um, Brian Landris, and that was Save the Elephants. Well, let's go back to the 1950s and that Jazz Times list of the 10 best albums of that decade and their nomination for Thelonious Monk, which was called Monk's Music. 
The cover illustration has Monk in a uh, smart suit, but hunched up on a child's toy trolley. But the music isn't in the least childish. In fact, at the time, it was a wee bit left of centre. But I have to say, the opening track took me completely by surprise when I revisited this album, and I think it will you too. It's very short, so I thought we'd play it, even though it's very peculiar in the context of what we do on the hotbox. After that, we'll go straight into a great uh, Monk classic epistrophe. The lineup on the recording is pretty amazing. Gigi Grice as the alto player, Ray Copeland on trumpet, Coleman Hawkins and John Coltrane on tenors, Art Blakey as the drummer, Wilbur Ware, the bass player. Thank you. 
Thelonious Monk's Epistrophe, uh, all 10 minutes, 48 seconds of it. And yes, you really did hear Abide With Me, played by that extraordinary Thelonious Monk septet just before that. Well, another album on uh, the Jazz Times top 10 albums of the 50s was Lambert Hendricks and Ross' album Sing a Song of Basie, but we played a track of that fairly recently, so we'll uh, jump over that. If you ever want to hear it, do uh, get on to Donald at jazzisland.ie and we can put it on for you. But of course, the biggest selling jazz album of all time was recorded in 1959, and I guess it really needs no introduction.
Blue and green there from the album Kind of Blue. Miles Davis, of course, a fragment of melancholia, as the jazz critic Benny Green called it. Bill Evans was the pianist. And that leaves me just the one track to go, and it's the third of those never-released pieces recorded by Lewis Stewart and Honor Heffernan. They were really pretty special. Not, of course, I hasten to add, recorded in the 1950s like much of this show. So, just to play us out, here are Honor and Louis. And if you have been, thanks for listening.
Tragic joke have found.